0: everyone, and welcome to another episode of U Play News. My name is Natalia, I'm the News Editor.
1: I'm Michael, I'm the Social Media Manager.
0: And here's your news for this week.
1: FAU currently has 49 active COVID-19 cases. 89.8% of active cases are on the Boca Raton campus as of Saturday, August 21st. Documentation of cases is increasing due to mandatory testing of students that live on campus. University representatives said they plan to make the vaccine available on campuses during the fall semester. The university press reached out to the administration for more details about campus vaccination, but did not receive a reply as of August 21st. Palm Beach County declared a state of emergency on August 17th. According to WPTV, officials said the state of emergency may allow Palm Beach County to bring in additional medical personnel from other parts of the state and country and will also direct the private healthcare system to transmit real-time data regarding COVID-19 hospital bed availability. The county is documenting over 1,300 cases per day, according to the New York Times. The state of Florida has seen over 21,000 cases per day, also according to the New York Times. There are over 17,000 people hospitalized in the state of Florida, and over half of the state's ICU beds are taken. For more info, read the August 21st COVID update on upressonline.com. On Wednesday, FAU's executive leadership team answered questions about the fall 2021 semester in a town hall. Masks were the biggest concern, but the university reiterated that it would be keeping the plan in place to strongly recommend masks and not make them mandatory. President John Kelly said that FAU and every other Florida State University is going to follow the same protocols. Still, the leadership team said that masks are quote-unquote unexpected. Students that test positive for COVID-19 must tell their teacher and the teacher must find a way to accommodate the student while they miss class. If teachers test positive, they may teach from home until they no longer need to be isolated. Stacey Volnick, the Vice President of Administrative Affairs at FAU, said that there will be a $150 gift card incentive for students who get fully vaccinated. She did not elaborate on when the incentive will be available or other specifics of how students can get the incentive. Mobile vaccine clamps will also continue to pop up on the Boca Raton campus with two clinics op- operating on Monday and Tuesday at the Majestic Palm Room in the Student Union building. Hours of operation were not provided. For full details of the town hall meeting, visit upressonline.com and read the update. Miami Beach Mayor Dan Gelber said Florida Governor Ron DeSantis' COVID policies are killing people and said the governor's policies are not good for Floridians. Gelber also accused DeSantis of using the pandemic as a political tool to advance DeSantis' ambitions to potentially run for president in three years. Gelber told CNN, quote, the governor has made this a political issue. He's treating children as almost political pawns. He's not worried about us. He's making some political point for a national election. His policies are literally killing people. DeSantis has banned schools from implementing mask mandates in Florida. Many school districts, including Broward and Miami, have kept their mask mandates in place, defying the governor's executive order that forbids them. DeSantis has threatened to withhold funds from schools that do not comply. At a summit on Wednesday, DeSantis once again falsely claimed that masks are not proven to be effective against COVID-19. Gelber called DeSantis' remarks, quote-unquote, or Gelber called DeSantis' remarks, quote, absolutely moronic and said he should be out there trying to get people to wear masks. Every sort of major medical group, including pediatricians, have said it's healthy. We have lots of freedoms, but we also recognize that we all live together, and if you send your kids to school and say he's not going to wear a mask, he may infect another child, end quote.
0: On Thursday, 49-year-old Floyd Ray Roseberry from Groover, North Carolina, was arrested after an hours-long standoff near the U.S. Capitol after he claimed to have an explosive device. Although he had no explosive device on him or in his truck, the United States Capitol Police did find bomb-making material. According to CNN, during a live stream, Roseberry showed himself holding a canister that he said was a bomb and was speaking about a revolution. On his recently removed Facebook page, he frequently made pro-Trump posts and posted about Trump's Maidan MAGA march. Two libraries of Congress, Jefferson and Madison, and the Cannon House office building, as well as the Supreme Court, were evacuated. The Senate and the House are not in session, so most lawmakers weren't in their offices.
1: Nabisco factory workers across the United States are striking this week. The workers are angry that Nabisco's parent company, Mondelez International, has proposed turning eight-hour shifts into 12-hour shifts and eliminating overtime. Workers would only receive overtime on their sixth and seventh days of work during a week, provided the worker worked their scheduled hours. Mondelez has also proposed that new hires shoulder additional costs of health insurance. A spokesperson for Mondelez said that the changes are intended to promote the right behaviors among workers and avoid paying employees a premium for weekend work if they call in sick during the regular work week. The spokesperson said that most Nabisco workers would not be affected by the new policy. April Flowers Lewis, a Chicago Nabisco worker for 27 years, told CBS News that people are scared to come to work on Saturdays because they make us work 16 hours. We're short staffed, but they don't want to hire. According to CBS News, Nabisco management worked at home during the pandemic, while line workers frequently worked seven days a week, 16 hours per day. Nabisco had a record year in 2020, clearing over $3.6 billion in profits. Mike Burlington, a 14-year Nabisco worker and a vice president of a union in Portland, Oregon, told CBS News that If it wasn't for us in the factories and in the distribution centers getting the products on the shelves, there would be no record profits for these guys, referring to Mondelez.
0: This past week, OnlyFans announced that they will bar sexually explicit content starting in October. In a statement by the company, they stated, quote, In order to ensure the long-term sustainability of the platform and to continue to host an inclusive community of creators and fans, we must evolve our content guidelines. Later adding, that changes came after requests from baking partners and payout providers. OnlyFans markets themselves as a place where photographers, makeup artists, actors, and other creators, but it is best known for being a haven for sex workers and influencers who want to promote and sell adult content. According to CNN, the company also said that it would still allow creators to post nudity as long as it is consistent with our acceptable use policy and would be sharing more information in the coming days. The decision was met with criticism, with some comparing it to Tumblr, when Tumblr decided to ban images and videos featuring adult content, while others questioned what the decision would mean for sex workers who depend on the platform for income. As of right now, OnlyFans has not gone into detail about what it would consider to be sexually explicit or how it will monitor content to ensure the terms and conditions are not broken. And this has been your news on Upress Play News this week.